If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Podcast where three bearded film fans and behatted film fans watch the best and worst horror movies and newest and oldest of horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor with Kate and I'm joined by my regular co host, Mr. Mr. Ben Errington. And our semi regular, increasingly regular co host, Mr. Irregularly regular, Andy Conjurer Turner. Hello, guys. Hey, I like your hat. Hello. Oh, thank you. It's my favourite hat. I can tell. <laughs> you look good. I you. can tell. Yeah, it looks great. How are we all doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. All all right. We all got enough toilet paper. Completely stocked up. <laughs> stocked up before the show. I'm never going to be running low on toilet paper. Wait a minute. You're, you're, one of those, you're, you're hoarding it. The throne of toilet paper. There's a throne of toilet paper you're sat on right now. I can tell. You look. You look too comfy. I'm very comfy, sir. Triple ply. Oh no, it's the to cheap stuff. This... It's the cheap stuff. If this is the end of the world, this is, I mean, it's going to be well disappointing, isn't it? What a lame way to go out. Just people the flu. fighting over toilet paper. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> What's going on? Have we got any horror news or anything? Other than COVID-19? Yeah. Uh, got some horror news. Other than COVID-19, well, that's the main story on all the horror blogs currently. COVID-19, uh, we're all going to be all right. Don't worry about it. We got uh, some news. Moving on to <laughs> some news. Uh, Max von Sydow has died. He died uh, today, yeah. didn't he? Uh, sorry, sorry, the exorcist. 90 years old. He's kind of obviously, he's been like an ageless, ageless stranger. He's always just been the same age, hasn't he, since, since he started in films. But yeah, yeah. active career dating back to 1949. Uh, absolutely loads of stuff. Um, obviously, most recently, stuff like Star Wars and Game of Thrones, but his most iconic role as uh, Father Merrin in The Exorcist, but obviously loads of other iconic characters in, in the horror genre as well. Uh, he played Ming the Merciless 
Yeah, yeah I didn't realise that. Flash Gordon. Oh, I did not know that yep. was him. That's a good yeah. one. See, he is. He's got range. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, rest in peace. Um, also, I didn't notice he he voiced Vigo the Carpathian in Ghostbusters too. Vigo Scourge of Carpathia. <laughs> Used to used to drink yes. in a bar in Tamworth. Like not, uh, not him. The, a man used to look exactly like him. Oh, okay. Anyone from Tamworth, shout out. Used to see Vigo in um in, in Bonds all the time. Yeah, Vigo. I am I am drippings with goo. Uh yeah, so he passed away. But there was there was another death. Um I don't know oh, if lovely. you guys saw this. A guy, a guy called a guy called Nicholas Tucci. Um, who was in Your Next and Channel Zero? Uh, he passed away. I think he had it was a long illness, and he'd kind of hidden it from people. I don't think he'd let people know. But he's just 38 years old, so that's pretty, pretty terrible. But yeah, do you remember him? He was the guy who played Felix in Your Next, the kind of like ultimate, the the person who wasn't the bad guy but ended up being the bad guy. Um, and yeah, he was in mm. two episodes of The Dream Door, Channel Zero, The Dream Door. I've not seen oh, that. I've one. not seen that series. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's that. There we go. Uh, That's sad. Yeah. Moving on from that, the biggest, probably the biggest news of the of the week is that HBO and Chernobyl creator are reteaming for an, an adaptation, a TV adaptation of The Last of Us. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So is, is it Craig Mazin doing that, or is uh, it so it's um, let's have a look. Craig Mazin, yep. So mm. I think Neil Druckmann, who was the creator slash writer, he's on board to co-write and produce. So hopefully, I'm, all, uh, I'm, all, series I'm okay with that. The I'm original okay, game. I'm okay with that, but at the same time, I kind of feel like I just want the game. Like the game is the pinnacle yeah. version of that. Yeah. That's that story. I think with games like The Last of Us, and you know, arguably things like God of War, Mass Effect, things that have got that kind of scale and are that yeah. huge on story. Do you need a film adaptation? I don't think and, you do, really. Yeah, and. Especially given the controversy with the casting, you know, she is, but also is not Ellen Page, right? Who are you going to cast? They've kind of, in, in the second yeah. one, they've kind of gone away from the, that a little bit, haven't they? She doesn't look so much like Ellen Page anymore. Legally distinct from Ellen Page. I guess she was legally distinct <laughs> yeah. from Ellen yeah. Page before. Yeah. Ella Page. Ella Page. Um, yeah, so I I kind of agree with you there. Like obviously, it's perfect as it is the game. It'd be interesting to see what they do with it. But yeah. if they're just going to retell the events of the original game exactly as the original game pans out, then also, you know that'd be cool to see. Do you know how people always say? Uh, well, they don't always say, but people say TV and film is art, and video games are not art. It'd be interesting because the video game is such a mature story in the sense of the, what happens in the story and the, and the way it's told. I can't imagine the TV show is going to be as well. As mature produced as that, I would hate to see it just be a general. Can be like the Walking Dead. Can be like the Walking Dead with clickers. Yeah, I'd I'd hate I'd hate to for that to happen, and hopefully it can be like a limited series because mm. um something something I've noticed at the moment is obviously I've I've almost finished up on the Outsider. Mm. Um, I think I mentioned that last week where it's ten episodes and I, it's really outstayed its welcome, and I just think I know some people do like longer series, but I think they just work so much better when they're like six to eight episodes and just yeah. feel like a really a nice no contained filler. story yeah. no filler yeah there's i mean there's definitely filler there's definite filler episodes where like people are just what's the next step and they never really make that they never make that next step i'd i'd like if it was limited i think it would feel a lot more important i guess yeah. if we end up getting series after series after series of it it's going to really water down you know what the last of us is yeah i'm more excited about last of us yeah. too but um there we go. Yeah. 
Um, sticking with the video game stuff, uh, Amnesia Rebirth has been revealed as the next frictional games project. Uh, yeah, there's cool. a, there's an announcement. Okay. There's an announcement trailer. Yeah, there's an announcement trailer. Um, I haven't really read much into it apart from watching the announcement trailer. Um, but it's set for release this fall via Steam, I think originally. But you know, we might get something on yeah, console. Come on, everything. That's you know. the case. Yeah. Uh, mention that I did. I did finish Soma this week. Uh, you obviously, Luke, you've played it. Have you played it, Andy? You played Soma? No, I've I've got it, but I haven't I haven't played it. I picked it up on a sale oh, on the Xbox, and it A went highly, into that ever last, everlasting pile. Yeah. Get it, get it to the top of the pile like immediately. Like if you're in the mood for, I mean, for me, it was, it was after we watched Underwater. Then I watched The Abyss, and I was kind of like, I wanted to scratch the itch of all the yeah. underwater horror stuff. And it is, uh, it's really, really good. Yeah. The best thing about so, so, so Andy Sam is not very long, uh, but it's quite, it's quite quick, five hours, six hours, maybe something like that. Oh, uh, I can blitz through that. But uh, it's, it's something like the the storytelling beats that are, that are pushed into there are so good and I don't think it have been done anywhere before quite as effectively to my mind um, yeah it's like it's one of those things it's, where you just have to play it really it's survival horror but like the the survival horror the survival horror parts are kind of like sporadic holla holla boy they're kind of like sporadic like with something like Alien Isolation which is like a, a masterpiece but I feel like it does get a bit exhausting, like when you're really, really struggling to get through parts, and you're just—I mean, I know that's the way that game was designed. But with this, I feel like you feel satisfied when you get through certain parts, a sense of accomplishment, I guess, when you get through certain parts, and then you're rewarded with like another piece of the story. Yeah, uh, yeah, I loved it, and it, it was—it was on my gaming pile for absolutely ages, Andy. I think I had it in a sale as well. Um, but yeah, I thought, yeah, why not give this a little go? I think on the console version, you can even switch the you can switch the game elements off yeah. and just enjoy the sure, story. Because I think one of the one of the best in inverted commas games I played a couple of years ago, um, What Remains of Edith Finch, was incredible. So That's so good. so good. Yeah. Without any spoilers, the fish cannery bit was yeah. incredible. Like, that is a point of a gaming I'll never ever forget. Like it was yeah. so good. Well, I, I think some of the moments in Soma are up there. Oh, I, I'll do it then. I've yep. got I've got a There's little a few... bit of the Outer Worlds to finish, and then I'll and then I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. There's a couple of like reveals in Soma where you're that you're just like what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, right. And last piece of news that I've got here is James Wan is producing a monster movie for Universal Studios. Uh, so in the wake of uh, Lee Wannell's pretty much home run with The Invisible Man in terms of how much money it's making and uh, critically. So, Robbie Thompson of Supernatural is apparently writing the script. One will be producing through Atomic Monster, whatever that. But apparently the plan is not for him to direct the film, but, you know, his name has got enough clout, I guess. So, sources say the story takes its cues from Universal's classic monster leg- legacy and shines it through a modern prism. With Shades of Disturbia, the story will focus on a group of teens who discover that a neighbour is building a monster in his basement. Spoiler, the monster gets loose. So it's, like a, oh, shit. so it's a so it's a Frankenstein, <laughs> yeah. So it's potentially a Frankenstein. Yeah. So um, in terms of like Wankins- the dark universe, oh, man, as it's <laughs> a I was going to say Wankenstein, James Wan, not the. Well, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's, what, the, that's what those kids. That's what those kids might say to that neighbour because he's a bit of an oddball, a bit of a loner. Oh, Wankenstein. Oh, you... <laughs> if you Google <laughs> that's why he's building Wankenstein. A <laughs> 
I guarantee you, Wankenstein exists in some form. Uh, yeah. So, in terms of like the dark, the dark universe stuff in its original format is dead, right? It's gone. It's, yeah, is so. it the? Yeah. We're not getting Rest anything. Um, but I like the fact that they've kind of gone right. Instead of doing this interconnected universe, we're still going to essentially do remakes of the of the Universal horror classic monster movies, but through us with a slightly different edge i guess there's a few things that are currently in the works uh it feels like they've gone who who really knows how to make modern horror james james one and lee winnell they've done insidious the conjuring franchises upgrade yeah um but you say that but at the same time this film which is which are we we, which we are discussing today Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like any of those films do you not feel feel like like it's uh sort of fits in with Upgrade and it's not as far future but it's like a yeah, horror horror in, steampunk it fits know? in with up, horror cyberpunk it fits in with Upgrade definitely yeah I agree with that yeah definitely um, yeah, I'll, so give it it go. I'll give it a go the guys have given me a they haven't really let us down previously whether you, you know however you feel about mm. like the country and where that's gone but mm. produce solid movies yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, go, I'll go watch it I've not seen Aquaman uh, yeah Is so that's good Oh. Aquaman's great. James Wan. I mean, I, I yeah. like that. Bit of fun. I liked, it anyway. I liked the big red lasers on, on Black Manta. He was great. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Any more news? Anybody? Um, what was that trailer I saw before? Um, Antebellum. Before? Yes, Antebellum. Yeah, yeah. oh, I saw yeah. it when I was waiting to watch watch uh, T. Brahms Three Furious. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Brahms back. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard a bit. I've heard a bit about this. It looks like they've sort of really attached the Get Out slash. Um, is Jordan Us. Peele yeah, attached yeah. to it in some way? I mean, there's a woman it's, with a nosebleed, yeah. right? That feels pretty. There's yeah. a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that woman having a nosebleed? Yeah. Is he called a Get Out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've no idea what's going on in that. It's Janelle Monet, I think, um, in it. Uh, and is. Who knows what's going on in that trailer? The trailer looks, looks insane. Yeah. Like, I, I, they back yeah. to it. I very rarely turn up at the cinema early enough for um, for the trailers, but I was on this occasion on Terminator. It was that, followed by The Green Knight, which also looks incredibly bizarre. Yeah. That, looks, that looks great. What is that? The Green Knight? Green Knight. I had, I knew nothing about it, and I saw the trailer, and I'm like, oh, shit. It's like, another a, it's, it's like another a, A24 um film but it's like based on a medieval poem like medieval oh, fantasy yeah yeah um so it's based on like the art legend of arthur in it? Um, but death fatales um, in it jeffrey of monmouth uh monmouth monmouth how do you pronounce that one of his legends or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> those stories yeah, are great but uh yeah let's cool. cool yeah definitely I'm interested um uh, uh what else? What have, been, what, have what have we been watching? Uh, well, so when I went to watch today's film, uh, by the way, did I talk about Resi 2 last week? I don't think I got a chance to. You were playing it, but I didn't sure you mentioned uh, okay. finishing it yet. Well, I finished it, and it's amazing. It's so good. I yeah. couldn't stop playing it. Like I, got to, I guess at a certain point, maybe when the Mr. X character sort of shows up, where you just suddenly realise you cannot stop playing now until you've until you find out what yeah. the hell's going on and you made it into the sewers and then into the into the bits after that yeah it's it's fantastic it's cheesy as hell but uh it works for it it, it owns its cheesiness 
Um, I'm doing the other run through the other character now. Um, doing it with Claire now. With um, the second. Have you met the, the police chief? She called him a fucker yet? She has to, I don't know if she called him a fucker in this one. Yeah, I don't know. Not yet. Anyway, one of my favourite cutscenes calls him a fucker. But, yeah, I've had some like absolute blast. It's not as like viscerally scary as Outlast or Resident Evil Seven, those, but it's fun. Like it's a fun game of tag yeah. when you're trying to run around zombies and jumping at you and stuff. It's it's cool. Yeah. How did it's you find the resources? The... Yeah. Sorry, Ben. Go ahead. How did you find the final battle with uh, Mr. X? Uh, I think it was alright. I think it's quite difficult from what I remember. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I think the whole game is like pretty tough. I find loads of different bits of it tough. You know, well, I, I think it lost. was a decent. Oh, so, so we're supposed to be getting a uh, a trailer for the third one. Like I'm, assu- I mean, I'm assuming it's got to be like in the next week or so, right? Pretty much a launch trailer at this point, right? It's almost it's out this month. Oh, is it the very end of the month? It's out. It's out early April, I believe. Mm. Early April, but. You know, we've got to be getting a because tra- obviously did a one-shot trailer for the second game. So, yeah, I would like to see something soon. I've got to get um, my hands on it, mate. I, I, they did like a, a, a graphics comparison on like PlayStation. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, yeah, with yeah. like the old game, uh, and yeah, and everything I see of this game, I'm just like, oh my god. The lights. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get it straight it away. Get straight on it. Run, run through. Nemesis was one of my favorites. Like I had a. Um, I had a PlayStation One that you could play like imports on, um, and I, I remember buying it. I went to Computer Exchange in Birmingham, and it, Nemesis was out, and I, I ended up got a bit of a advance on the next month's pocket money from my dad because oh come on, I want to get this Resident Evil game, and I went and bought it, and I literally I remember getting home and blitzing it like for the rest of that weekend, and I, it was one of those that. I guess it's very rare that you do it these days. You know, you get a game and you finish it and then you jump straight back in and you do yeah, it again. Yeah. And like, I'm not even getting anything else out of this now. There weren't like trophies or achievements or even necessarily things I was going to unlock. But I remember I dived into the mercenaries mode and was just, I wanted to unlock everything so I couldn't get enough of it. This uh, mm. Resident Evil 3 remake, it's got like a, an extra game thing that looks completely different. It's, a, it's, it's the a online one versus game, right? four, so, Yeah, four versus one game where... One person plays like the games master or something, so they you like, like, Wester, like sending out all the sending out all the beasts to get them, like um yeah. like Left for Dead, right? When they had the director that send out the zombies, yeah, mm. like that, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I know like... I've not never been as big a Resi guy as you two are, but I'm definitely coming around. Resi Seven and Resi Two are now up there, some of my favorite favorite games of all time. I think, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the rest. Uh, anybody see anything? Shit. Anybody see anything that we're talking about? Watching anything, Ben? I've been playing some. I've been playing another horror franchise, ready for a new release. I went back and played Classic Doom this week. Oh, nice! Um, oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Um, they they were on sale on the Xbox. They've just yeah. done like a bit of a tweak up and a re-release with all the multiplayer on there as well of all the old ones, and they're on sale for like two quid each. Mm. So I got Doom one, two, and three, and I did. I did one first. It's still so good. Like the the design behind some of those maps and the the fact that there's par times on them that you should be able to run through it in seconds and you can and you've seen people do them. But um it's just still so much fun to go through. The weapon balance is great. It's just I had a great time playing through and I was only going to play it in passing, but I ended up thinking right, I've started now I'm going to complete this. Yeah. And I think I may do at least two before Eternal comes out, and that's pretty soon as well. 
because the last the the Dune remake of a couple of years ago was brilliant. When does when does Eternal come out? Uh, take it out. I think it's it's the either the end of this month or the end of April. It's pretty soon. I watched. I watched. There's a video that they've shared that the Doom guys have shared, um, and it's like the heavy metal choir that they used on the soundtrack. Just like probably about twenty like metal vocalists like screaming this chant. <laughs> it just sounds unbelievable. Is that like, is it the it's same? It's going to be like guy music guy. It's, okay. yeah, Mick Gordon. So he's yeah. doing the same sort of like um, tech metal um, star soundtrack, which is yeah. It's just amazing. All this glitchy, glitchy, heavy guitars and stuff. Yeah. The music, the soundtrack of has just adds to the feel of that last Doom so, so yeah. well. And it it plays so differently from a lot of uh, other first-person shooters, especially like with the military ones that encourage like the hiding. Like You are really pushed to play it quite aggressively and quite acrobatically, so you're jumping it, around the maps and everything like that. It is tough. It is tough. Like yeah, You feel pretty much yeah. invincible. You feel pretty much invincible, like because you're just like an absolute badass. But at the same time, you can just get your head ripped off in like one. Yeah, it's out on the twentieth of this month, so it's it's really close. Oh man, it's going down. Do I buy? Do I buy that? And then, because the thing is, if I buy that and I haven't finished it, and then Resident Evil Three comes out, I don't want it to just knock that one out of the way. Yeah. Mm. Also, one more, one more gamey thing is Final Fantasy VII. I've got to play that at some point when it comes out proper. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit jealous of not having a PlayStation at the minute oh, for yeah, that. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Sorry. I'm an Xboxman, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, might get, I might get one. After all the other, the, like, heard you guys talk about The Last of Us and God of War and Spider-Man, and they all sound great. Final Fantasy, I might I might stretch and get, a uh, like, a second-hand one. Between Final Fantasy and maybe Astro Bot, because that is... Astro Bot's amazing. He is, so he is a delight. I had a yeah. go at my friend's house. I was waving to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like it's like a little living robot dude in in, in, your, in your head. It's, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So not so much a game thing. I, so before this, I, I did a two parter at the movies. I went to watch Birds of Prey and then The Invisible Man. Birds okay. of Prey was um, way. I don't know. It was pretty better than I thought of. It was going to be in some aspects, but again, I did feel like it was a little bit cheesy pie. My taste was the end. I don't like the team up moments. I don't like those bits when it like it feels like the team up felt a little bit like an afterthought to me. I don't know if you felt like that. Well, it was some, you know when they're in their thing, they're like, "Well, we need to all work together," and they're like fist bumping and shit. I was like, "This, this is my bag." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. just so felt on, get like, out, get out of here. The first, yeah. the first half an hour is fantastic. I think that. And what's the name? Uh, what's the flavor? What is a flavor? Robbie. Yeah, she is. Robbie. She is actually amazing. There's some great I bits mean, of her stabbing people when she's like paralyzed uh, and stuff. A lot of people in it are are great. I really liked Hugh McGregor as well. I thought he was very cool in it. Um, yeah. I think everyone in that film is doing a good job. And maybe controversially, maybe this is a stylistic choice thing. I think, or maybe it's the way that you can get away with more in a film with certificates and everything now arguably the fighting the physical fighting that you see i prefer the style of the way that is shot and you see it on screen than yeah. films that have a lot more critical acclaim um famously like i hate the way the fighting is um is done in like batman begins like too many fast cuts and no you never actually oh, yeah. see it really impact it gets really bits. close doesn't it it gets so close into like the fighting there's like capes and, and like, arms and legs yeah and... cut 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 and you never really see the impact <laughs> of anything yeah. Whereas so in that, like the, the fighting's quite pretty brutal and very well done. Mm. 
So apparently, um, I, I don't know the, the extent of this being tr- being like how true this is. I, I know he was involved in some way, but somebody who like choreographed a lot of the fighting in John Wick was brought in to to when they shot the action scenes. Ah, okay. Yeah. I think the, the director she had no experience of shooting like action, so Looks those like bits yeah. he came he came in to like choreograph them. So yeah, it's, right. it's it worked. It's, it's a good. lot. It's a lot of fun. It's got that kind of irreverent, uh, not quite as out there, but the Deadpool sort of. PG, what do they call it, R-rating sort of humour. and so It's good. Yeah. It's just a fun film. I don't think it comes together quite in the end, but uh, what, what you say, it's decent. Um, yeah. And then the only other thing I watched, which we're going to be talking about next week, is I watched the director's cut of Nightbreed. Oh no, sorry, one more is, thing. Oh, go on, sorry. I'll, I'll tell you is second. the director's <laughs> cut two, is the director's cut two hours long? Exactly two hours, yeah. yeah. Because I, I watched the two hours long version, so it looks like I watched the director's cut. There we go. Yeah, it is um, the Cabal cut, which was pieced together with different VHS bits and DVDs and stuff. That was that cut was actually made by uh, one of the lecturers at my old university. Was it? Yeah, Russell Cherrington. I remember because he came into work where he used to work once and was telling me because he used to sell Apple computers to, and he was like um, saying, "Yeah, we're editing the, the Clive Barker film Nightbreed." And at the time, oh, okay. I just thought, "Oh, he's just bullshitting." <laughs> <Sure. laughs> yeah. All right, mate. He yeah. seemed like a bit of a strange guy, but uh, yeah, no, he did. It's, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, cu- I'm currently reading Cabal, and uh, I picked this book up on eBay. Look at the color of it; it's just like the darkest brown pages. That's what you <laughs> like want ever, from like a book been... like that. That's what you oh, want. No. From it's got some that, real yeah. must. It's got some yeah. real must to it as well. Like it's been just at the bottom of someone's dirty old drawer for decades. But it's like a, a, a 1989, a 1989 print of it. So. It reads super 80s, yeah. right? Doesn't it read, that book reads like you're watching an 80s uh, horror movie. Like there's something about it, it that feels super then, 80s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've Some increased the... my interest in reading it tenfold. Might have to go to a stately <laughs> home having a book sale and get a copy of my own. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do Nightbreed next week, yeah? I know we've been yeah. N- yeah. knocking that about for a while, but yeah, we'll do that. I saw uh, Ben, well, who I owe a song to... Um, from the Facebook group and Dan yeah, were really yeah. pushing for it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing it guys. I might even catch up and watch it myself. Yeah. yeah. If you're available, man. Uh, have you seen anything Andy this week apart from you? Yeah, no, apart from my, my gaming and then other than that, I'm just living through the horror of packing boxes for the move. Mm. Terrifying. Uh, yeah. So I saw fancy Island. Um, How was that? Which I was kind of gonna, I was pretty <laughs> much set that I was going to avoid it. Like, because I'd seen the trailer and I was like, nah. And then I read a lot of uh, a lot of reviews and it was it was getting slated pretty much and I thought, nah. But there was nothing else on and I really <laughs> did kind of fancy just going to watch something. Yeah, get out of the house. And uh, from somebody who sat through The Grudge and Brahms 2, or sorry, Brahms The Boy 2 this year, that I thought, you know, it. why not make it why not make it a trio of uh, potentially bad horror films? But you know, it's just a really weird film. It's definitely not a horror film, like in any sense of the word. There's nothing in it where you go, this is like a horror trope or this is a horror idea that they've kind of... It's just a really weird, like, shit black mirror, almost. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. And I say shit, but like, there's these, there's some twists and the plot is a pretty much like, what what is this trying to prove? What's so, the point uh, of this? I haven't seen it. I'm going to guess it's all Michael Rooker's fault. Like, he's the big fan. <laughs> no, well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. However, I will say no. Oh. That's not true. Is it Michael? Um, is it Michael Pena? Is it, is it his fault? Michael, Michael Pena's in it, and it's not his fault. But you know, um, I don't really know. Fault, my, is it? I, I don't really is know. Is it someone called Michael? Is it someone's fault? 
I don't want to ruin it, but I will say it's kind of it's like it's not entirely unwatchable. Oh, like, interesting. Well, I, I, I didn't I didn't find myself like looking at my watch like like with the boy, even though it was yeah. like eighty minutes long, I was looking at my watch and you know thinking, When is this over? Yeah. But um yeah, but it's not unwatchable. I kind of I definitely hmm. watched it. But it's not a horror film. Like the fact okay. that it's being marketed as a horror film, and obviously one thing we did discuss last week, and I noticed it in the theatre, is that when it comes up, it is comes up as Blumhouse's the fantasy Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. Like a lot of the, so it's a lot Jason of people aren't going to know what fault. that means. Jason Blum's Fantasy Island. It's his. Fault. A lot of people, but a lot of people aren't going to know what that means, right? I don't are know. They? I think they're banking on it being Blumhouse, the Blumhouse name. Yeah, maybe, but I think like the Blumhouse thing is like. Obviously, we get some absolutely mega hitters from the Blumhouse stuff. But again, for other stuff, like, I don't know what the Blumhouse thing means. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I, I guess like I think, oh, it's definitely going to be good. I guess mm. for the for the cost of a bit of typing on the poster, they thought if it gets another few people through the door. Yeah. Yep. I'll tell you one thing. Um, I've been to me a lot recently, and I keep seeing the trailer. And I was, wasn't that key. Well, I liked the first one, but I wasn't over the moon with it. But I'm really quite excited about Quiet Place too. I don't know why. It's just really yeah. hitting my intrigue buttons. No, I, I'm surprised how quickly it's it's like pretty much on us, right? It's out any time now. Next week, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll go and see it. I was um, I was happy enough with 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 the Quiet Place. It was it was a good film. There were some very yeah. tense moments, but very quiet moments. I noticed. Yeah. Just live by the waterfall. I videos. feel I feel like I've seen I feel like I've seen the trailer too many times. Now. Oh yeah. Even yeah, yeah. even even when it comes out in the cinema, I try I'm really trying not to pay attention, but mm. I've reckon I've seen it a good twenty times now. And yeah. it's kinda of pissing me off. Yeah, just go into the cinema twenty minutes late. Just even if you miss the first five yeah. minutes of the movie. I always I, hate I always do that. Yeah. I always do that. Does the it's cinema still, say now for your favourite part of the evening? The trailers, I think, fuck off, I hate them now. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't assume what I like, the cinema. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one thing before, before yeah. we move on, I, I did see VFW, uh, the Joe Bagos uh, film, yeah. the, your best mate, Ben. Joe yeah, Bagos, yeah. yeah. Me, and I, Joe, um, me and Joe like that. I <laughs> didn't enjoy it anywhere near as much as I thought I was going to. So it's basically a song Precinct 13. Um but it's like a group of war veterans in a war veteran bar. Um, and then this woman who stole some drugs hides in there and all these sort of drugged out wackos are trying to get in there to, and they, they they decide that they're going to relive their glory days, <laughs> find, find, find their pride by protecting drugged this girl. Drugged out wackos, <laughs> millennials. All these bloody millennials. Pretty much, pretty much, I mean. yeah. And but and it's it starts off quite promising because there's like a nice dynamic between uh, Stephen Lang and some of the uh, Fred Williamson and some of the the cool guys who got in there, Michael Cove as well from uh, Karate Kid. Uh, but it's um at, at some point I realised this is just ninety nine percent style and there's no substance at all. It's just like uh, it's all gore, all. I mean, if you watch it, if you watch it maybe for that reason, it's kind of perfect. But I kind of I want to know a little bit more about the characters. I wanted to go to another location at some point. I needed something it's else pretty, to happen, but it's nothing really happens. You think it was pretty dark as well? Like there's a lot of time. I was like, what's yeah. going on there? Yeah, it's pretty dark. Um, but yeah, yeah maybe maybe it's because I watched it on off the back of his other film, so maybe that was why it kind of 
for me, it was so much better than that, and that's mm. probably why I liked it as much. It's, as it's I did, it was I good guess. for gore gags and all that kind of stuff, and it'd be good for like uh, watching with your mates in the middle of the night and watching people's heads get popped and stuff. But um, yeah. I don't know, it just uh, felt like is there should be there should be more to this. It can't just be just, just be style. You can't just rip off John Carpenter's um, style without having the the extra bits. The, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just yeah. missing something. But there we go. There we go. Invisible Man. Any, anything yeah. else? That was the, that was the oh, main event. Yeah, I saw, I, saw, I saw Brahms. You already oh. talked about that. <laughs> yeah. But apart from that, just the Invisible Man. <laughs> Look at Ben's face. I've reminded him. <laughs> how did you how did you feel about Brahms? Um, he could have had a nice life. He'd just chill out a little bit. Fuck's sake, Brahms. <laughs> Yeah, just chill out, God's sake, Brahms. Just chill, yeah. Everyone just chill out, like... You husband, don't accuse your wife of flipping the table. Like yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> you little boy, just just talk, you idiot. It, like nothing happened to you. Your mom got bashed on the head. Yeah, you were right. Nothing happened to you. And Brahms, just you're a doll. You don't need a plate of food. Yeah, just yeah, like, say, oh, make sure I've always like if everybody get, was more reasonable. If everyone would just chill out, then they could yeah. have left. Like if Brahms had changed the rules and said. Brahms must always have access to Wi-Fi or something like that. Like that'd have been fine, <laughs> but no, yeah. he's just he can't chill out. And he's made a meat at the end, which was odd. But yeah, uh, apart yeah, from that, that was weird. apart he from was that, made he, of... he made yeah. of scabs. But he, apart from that, yeah, the Invisible Man <laughs> is what what we okay, saw. The Invisible Man. <laughs> okay, you got some info, Ben. Uh, Invisible Man is a 2020 science fiction horror film written and directed by Lee Wannell. A uh, contemporary <laughs> adaptation of the novel. I, I finished that one out, but I'm, one I may be wrong. One L. Lee Wano. Lee He's a wet flannel. Uh, <laughs> contemporary adaptation of the novel of the same name by Hug Wells. Uh, and, and a reboot of the Invisible Man series of 1930s follows a woman who, after the apparent suicide of her abusive and wealthy boyfriend, believes she is being stalked by him. But he ain't even there. Uh, yeah. Where is he? Yeah. Uh, Letterboxd, 3.7. Rotten Tomatoes. Critics saying 91. Audience saying 88. Um, it's... Um, to this, just quick. So apparently the budget was 7 million. Yeah. That's sound, that that how sounds much, ridiculously you low. You know how much it's made so far? Because it must Apparent- be doing gangbusters versus that. 98.3. Here on Wikipedia it says, so Oof. I mean that might be different. That is, that is. Yeah. I know horror usually gets a return, but yeah, like that's great. It's kind of it's kind of it. cool to see Lee Wano getting some. Um, I don't know, getting <laughs> some big big pro. Lee big, Wano, big Luke, come on! Because people always talk about James Wan in their partnership, but Lee Wano's Wano's been there the entire way through, and um, yeah, you know, he was Wano. even he was even in Saw, like he's one of the guys in the room. And he yeah. wrote it as well. It's I, I feel like he's a really talented guy, and it's good to see him getting some kudos. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's fantastic to see, and like it's it's well deserved as well. Like there's something to be said of taking limited resources, and you know I know seven million dollars is a lot of money <laughs> in reality, but for making a film, yeah, and to turn out something that looks as good as I think this is, I think it's a very yeah. sensible use, and actually, like you're. Okay, I don't I don't recognise many of the others apart from the lead from many other things, but you know, no one you haven't I don't think you've scrimped on having like poor actors or people who aren't professional, certainly. I think it's yeah. I think it's a great I think it's a great return on it. Um 
You shows you can make everyone things was decent great. work on like, budget. Uh, so, so the Invisible Man was is uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen, who I think is in Haunted of Hill House. Yeah, he's, I reckon yes, he's, he's, English. English. He's, he's English. He's the drugs he's brother, from, isn't he? From Westminster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't recognise the cop from much, but like he was Ooh. pretty awesome. I thought he, I thought he, beefy, he was I a good. I mean, he was, he, was he, he was bloody big beefcake, <laughs> wasn't he? And no, the, no disrespect oh to anyone else's dad, but does anyone else wish he was their dad? Because he's a very good, like, what a handsome <laughs> yeah. and responsible dad, and he's a fun dad. Yeah, oh. the, problem, the problem when you see characters like that is, like, I'm instantly thinking, oh, he's going to be dead. Like, he's yeah, too good a I person. Thought, I thought <laughs> yeah. they were kind of making out that he was going to be this strong force that was going to maybe protect Cecilia. Yeah. And yeah. I, but what's going to happen is he's just going to get killed at the first instance of it. Yeah. Um, his daughter played by Storm Reed as well, um, who's been in loads of stuff. Uh, Wrinkling Time. She's in the new Suicide Squad. Uh, cool. I think she was in Twelve Years a Slave as well. She was good. So yeah, I think she was good. Uh, and all the supporting. I can only assume his well, wife right? is, uh, has has died rather than leave because who'd who'd have left him? It, could, it wouldn't have not worked <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Uh, and then everyone, like even the, the the antagonist brother, was like just just sleazy enough. He was reminded me a bit. He reminded me a bit of um, Lily Allen's brother. What's his name? Alfie Allen. Yeah. When he was in Game of Thrones, and he was a bit he was a bit of a sleazeball to start with as well. Before he got his mad chopped off. Oh, see Lily Allen's brother. Yeah. No, no. Um, I, I'm Alfie saying he reminded me of of Alfie Allen. Not saying he is Lily Allen's brother. <laughs> this guy in this film. Okay, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. He was, he I was, saw what you did there, he and, was, I, and I cut it off at the source. Wait, yeah, the penis. But his uh, this guy, uh, his friend, the brother, I felt played that note perfectly. Like I, I could not tell what side he was on. Yeah, most of it. Yeah, he was great. So I mean, yes, horror, but also like one of the most tightly wound, yeah, tense thrillers. That I've seen yeah. in a long time. Within, like, within was, seconds. Even from, the, even okay. from that opening, yeah, yeah. opening sequence. Yeah. yeah. I was squirming in my chair at so many, so many moments, and I'm, I'm sure we'll come to them, but there were so many moments. Where literally, I was holding my breath watching this this movie. Yeah. So atmospheric, so well delivered. And, like, you know, as the name's it, it's fuck all there. There's nothing happening. It's You're looking at empty space. space. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really smart. You you find yourself you find yourself in the place of the main character where you're looking at all the little corners and nooks and crannies and the floor and the thing you're looking for a sign mm. of something and you're you're really like drawn in by that. I was going to say so most times watching this like this invisible guy is sort of knocking around hiding behind him and stuff. I'm sure you could hear him. Like I'm sure like <laughs> like a little ah. trump every now and again or, <laughs> yeah. or like or some sort of breathing a bit of guitar. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, heavy like, breathing. Yeah, I guess like if you just around, on the floorboards like, as he's walking, you'd hear him. I'd like, smash my, I'd stub my toe or something. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you were the, Elizabeth Moss, you know, in Simpsons, where Bart's like, "I'm going to be doing this." Yeah. And if you get hit, you're <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be doing that constantly. To, like, you have to pretend that your entire <laughs> life is in a primary school PE lesson where you're trying to make sure you've got space by just swing. Yeah. Make sure you can swing your arms <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But I mean, I saw Elizabeth Moss recently in a film called Her Smell, and I don't know if you've seen that film advertised. <laughs> <laughs> Just laughing at that. Um, and she was like, I hated her in that, like really hated her, like oh fucking hell, I hate her. And then I saw her in something else, and I thought, oh god, I'm kind of sick of her. But in this film, I feel completely differently about this character. So it obviously shows what a great actress she is. Yeah, hmm. Elizabeth Moss can play 
someone who basically is having the worst time and is totally fucked up. Um, yeah, yeah. She, lo- she than, loves a bit of Scientology, Scientology right? She is Scientologist, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. also, as her life ruled by an invisible force that's probably trying to kill her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, the movie opens. <laughs> Tom Cruise! Tom Cruise! <laughs> Oh yeah, because uh, he might be a bit angry about the dark universe as well. Who knows? Because um, he kissed that woman to death in the Mummy, and then and then it got cancelled, right? Wait, did he become a superhero at the end of the last one? Well, well he the... kissed that woman to death. Then is he the Mummy? He's, he's the Mummy now. He's yeah. the daddy. kissing the Mummy to yeah. death. <laughs> the daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the daddy now. Um, okay, film opens right. Uh, in the get-go, in the middle of the night, uh, Elizabeth Moss is like sleeping on this bed, but it's like a really lovely house. <laughs> I mean, they should see the the tog count on that those sheets look off the chain. Um, and there's like a there's a guy sleeping. We don't really see him, uh, but it, her alarm wakes her up. No, it doesn't. She wakes up naturally. She hasn't been asleep. I think he gets up. He's sneaking <laughs> around the house. She's obviously got this crazy plan to to escape without him noticing her. Um, she's like drugged him with some um, drugs. Drugs, I think they are. Yeah, and there's a diazepam, right? Yeah, she's giving him some. Yeah, yeah. There's a drowsy pan. There's also a dog knocking around. Um, you think he's going to die at some point? Poor little dog. There are almost too many too many steps to her plan in order to escape. Like she's got so many things to do. She's got like get dressed. Yeah. Get her bag together. Go down, turn the cameras off. There's just well, yeah. so many steps. But I'm if, like, I understand she's drugged him, but also I think uh, it kind of just points out how much he has in control of the, even the house. Like he's got so many things in place that he's. Uh, we we know from the get go this guy is a bit of a control freak. She also like runs through his garage and he's got like an invisible man suit on the. A bit of a control freak. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a control freak. You know, he's fine. He's got like a like a bat cave of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fancy cars, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's like optic, he's like an optics millionaire, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's like an optics yeah. scientist. He's got like loads of stuff. He's pretty much got Batcave. Optician, um, that's what they call it. <laughs> yeah. The optician. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Good supervillain. Uh, yes. Yeah, so and obviously, there's a bit in here where she like kicks a dog ball, which is like a absolutely terrifying Everyone's moment. Done like it. The first... We've all done it. Oh, and the we water's in there and it gets on, on your, your socks. <laughs> But, but it'd be, it'd be more talk, realistic so, if you stood in a dog, dog Todd, like in the middle of the night, <laughs> slipped over. A dog Todd. Um, <laughs> let's talk about jump scares. Obviously, we talked about jump scares with the boy. Um, there are some good jump scares in this. Like, but again, this is how I like the jump scares earned, like a legitimate jump scare from something that makes a noise on the screen that isn't yeah. a soundtrack. Yeah, that was good, man. Like that really got me. I was that that. Fuck me up. Yeah. Mention her sister's yeah. car, right? When she's when when she's first getting oh, in there, yeah. he just comes out of nowhere and he's at the window. Mm. He gets better from drugs. Hearing that dog ball be kicked, it's yeah, cure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's he's a wrong and we know that pretty much from the get go. Although th- there is some conversations later, but I guess we don't really ever get told explicitly that he was like violent to her. We kind of understand that he was controlling and that he did this, this, and this. 
But it's kind of like touched upon that maybe he was violent towards her, but she doesn't quite go into detail. Yeah, I Perhaps think it's it's, it's that there's a conversation because I think there there are obviously there's the there's the emotional abuse that is evident from how she is, and I think they talk to see at the kitchen table where they talk about physical and possibly sexual abuse, but they don't explicitly go yeah into that which then you can read from the you know the denials that he makes later on as well like when when you're questioning what her mental state is um, i kind of got the i got the, the the feeling that because he was so controlling and emotionally controlling that there were other levels of abuse going on that perhaps just came alongside that that yeah you know the way he treated her that she obviously felt like she had to go along with certain things just to alleviate him which obviously was abusive in its own right but yeah, so it's good because what I quite liked about it is that we don't see their relationship essentially before this this all happens. We don't mm. get you know we don't get half an hour of build up with them their characters being established and their relationship being established. We're kind of just thrown in at the deep end of when it's kind of ending. But it's still really effective. Yeah, yeah. I still hate him. You I immediately believe him, it. Yeah, though. I disliked him before I'd even. I'd only ever seen him in silhouette, and I already like yeah. oh, this guy is no good. <laughs> yeah wish yeah. you were invisible mate because don't want to see you yeah <laughs> well i will be invisible then all right for the rest of the film <laughs> all right then yeah uh so she gets away in the sister's car uh what's his name punches his hand through he gets the tablets and his hands all bleeding so he bleeds all over the over the, the pot of diazepam diazepam uh diazepam and then we cut to three weeks later, I think. She's gotten away from what's face and she's staying with staying with her friend. James mm-hmm. and his daughter, Sydney. Uh but like she's still terrified. She can't leave the house. She's agoraphobic now. She's um not speaking to anyone. She's like a shell of her of her former yeah. self. I she's think. really hiding out and this is I think this feeds into the emotional abuse, right? Because he's always said to her, like, Oh, you'll never leave me. So they've obviously had discussions where she's tried to leave him mm. the past. And it's very it's very efficiently done because they don't have to give examples of that. And like Ben says, they don't need to they don't need to show that she tried to leave several times. We get plenty of information to indicate like we know that like this isn't someone who's had a bad relationship and has their first resort was to go for like a, a midnight flit and escape. It was, yeah. there's probably been conversations where she's tried to leave and break up with him naturally. And he obviously, because of his behavior, won't let that happen. So she's been driven to this. And I think it's very efficiently told. It feels like yeah. very real as well. Like it's, it, it feels like such a genuine telling of like a relationship like this. It doesn't feel like anything's kind of, you know, anything's kind of over-exaggerated or sensationalized in order to make it more of a, you know, it doesn't feel very Hollywood. It feels very real, which I think was why I was completely all in from the get go. Yeah. 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 You're right. She doesn't want to leave the house. And I think they have a, like an opening bit where she's going to go out to the, um, she's going to go out to the post box and she gets out to the mailbox, but then someone who is not an invisible man, uh, a jogger, but still someone who looks sinister because he's got a hood up, you know, yeah, comes yeah. like literally... And he's jogging char- really loudly, char- isn't he? Yeah. Charging him. And, <laughs> and, and, and a pretty direct line towards her. You know, sometimes yeah. Yeah. I'll go for a jog. I'll go through a neighbourhood. I sometimes do when I see someone. Give him a little wave. All right. Give him a little wave, all right. Give him a little wave. Hello. Ah! 
as I go past. I certainly don't like. Also scream at you. Certainly don't put my hood up and like charge at them like that man from Get Out. (laughs) Make a beeline straight for him. In my Doc Martens, thudding. I do. Adds a lot of fun to the uh, to the run. Um, So she's doing all right. So she seems to be doing all right. Like slowly, slowly getting there. You know, making slight progress with stuff. Um, But then her sister turns up and she's got news. She's got a letter from Adrian, hasn't she? Well, not from Adrian, but from Adrian's from estate. The bro- from the brother, because, um, yeah, she comes in at first. She's quite angry that um, her sister has come because, she, again, she's very worried that by her sister coming to visit, I think James's house has been seen as like a safe haven because he doesn't know where it is. He probably can't follow her there and he's not going to be able to find her, which is why she's chosen not to stay with her sister. But her sister turning up at the door means that the guy might be able yeah. to work out or, or follow that yep. she's there. But she kind of interrupts her and says, no, no, he isn't going to find you because he's, um, he's he's only gone and done himself in. He's dead. Yeah. Where, where, hey. Where's the city? Is it San Francisco? It's set yeah. in San Francisco, but okay. it's filmed in Australia. Oh, okay. Which apparently it's like you know, it's like cow, it's like cows and horses that you know you have to paint horses like cows. If you want to film San Francisco, yeah. you got to film in Sydney. Yeah, how <laughs> so it comes out. So yeah, uh, so she's obviously a bit disbelieving. Then she shows that like a story on her phone, like a news story, saying he's killed himself. Um, yeah, and basically she's left. He's left her five million dollars in his will. Um, and his brother Tom is kind of organising the exchange of these funds and stuff. So she has to go to a meeting where he is there to. And already we were getting bad vibes from Tom. He seems a bit like, you know, a bit of a sleazy. Yeah, he, seems, he seems a bit of a sleazy. He's like um, a bit like weedy Michael Shannon, maybe. If Michael Shannon yeah, wasn't so yeah. tough. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sinister Edge, but that's a pretty good good comparison. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so basically, like the money comes out, you know, she doesn't she get like a hundred grand every month or something? Yeah, she gets a lot of money every month, and then at yeah. first they're like, "Oh, you have to listen to this letter," and he's written like a gaslighting letter, hasn't he? Like, yeah, 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 even yeah. though he was real nasty to me, he's like, "No, I ain't gonna hear it." Like, you yeah, give yeah, money. just and a real him, fucking douche. It gives him some conditions, and maybe this is the only part where, you know having like sometimes you write stories and that's the only time where i've really picked up of the whole film is this like a, a writing cue here because they've there's a couple of elements that he brings up as conditions like now as long as you don't commit any crimes then you'll get this money every month i was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why would you mention that <laughs> they, they, so she, they start to they really twist it in when she decides to pay for uh the little girl's uh university tuition however it works but the fact that she's she's offering to pay a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. For this, adds so many, so much more stakes to the, the fact that if when the shit does hit the fan, and we know it will, like it's just going to be so much more painful for her. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Um, yeah. Wait, so where do we yeah. go from here? So now it's so we go back spooks. and we celebrate. Yeah, okay. We celebrate. And then I guess this is where things first start to get. And it, it moves at quite a pace, right? So this happens all very quickly. So they have a little bit of a celebration and they celebrate and they have some champagne to show that they're, James has got a new ladder and the daughter is going to university. Some would say not a very fair distribution of presents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Could that, could, could, you could have at least gone, and I've hired professional painters to do your... No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you've just got a new ladder so you can still do the painting yourself, James. But it um, but it, it begins literally the next morning, right? Because we we go down to the, the next morning. James is going off. They're coming down at the end of their celebration. Yeah. And then as as they go to... I think she goes to like steps away from the hob a bit. Someone whacks the gas right up. And mm. a knife gets snatched away. You see the knife just disappear out of the out of the block, right? And then again, interesting. It, okay, I don't, know, yeah. I, ne- I don't know if I noticed the knife. Disappear. Yeah, the the, got... the knife gets snatched away, and then the gas turns up. Yeah, unless, was... I, unless I've missed that, and the knife gets swiped later on. But I swear I saw a knife go. Yeah, mm. there was a. I don't know if it was around here, but it's some point in the film. There's like some younger girls that near me and I could hear them like getting spooked out and stuff and one of them was like oh, I didn't know ghosts could pick stuff up and I was just like <laughs> <laughs> come on now the clue is in the title yeah it's oh, not dear. a ghost man <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe that's the yeah. twist they're expecting ha 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 I'm invisible what even a ghost? <laughs> well they, they take what you see they you know they knew he's dead that's they they've, they've seen the news yeah yeah, they've yeah. gone. Well, it's a BBC story. How, did, how would they fake that? He's obviously dead. There's <laughs> a, I think there's a, there's a few pepperings of spooky moments in there. So it's like, um, yeah, and when they're sleeping, the quilt gets dragged away. Um, I think there's some camera flashing as well. Yeah, uh, he's taken some. Had... He's taken some pictures of them in um, in bed. So, has this invisible man suit got pockets like with the phone and stuff? It must have, it's right? Kind of invisible. Uh, phone case <laughs> <laughs> he's got an invisible phone case right? yeah this made of the same material yeah, yeah. Invisible phone but you case. can't see it that's the only thing you can't see it so you're like oh. i mean he's like made of cameras isn't he oh, no, so yeah. maybe it's just he's hang just... on a second even if he does have a phone not in a case how's he using the touchscreen with gloves on we can get those touchscreen <laughs> gloves <laughs> If he can work that out, he's had two weeks. She's been gone for two weeks. He has been vigorously. Did you not see the single together. index finger 
naked, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> flying around. Somebody <laughs> would fall down with his penis. <laughs> Just the phone button. Um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but you're right there, there are other slightly spooky <laughs> things happening they have a moment where they're in the house and it's been i don't know about you guys it's been a couple of weeks i've seen this so i probably don't have a nor the, the handle of the exact order of this anymore but it starts with these small things right so she gets a bit spooked in the in the night where she wakes up and there's the there's the, there's the weird like the lump in the covers and then she tries to pull the oh yeah yeah that's like, good yeah. Well, that's really well done i feel like someone stood on them as well, and yeah. And it to walk towards her. Yeah, yeah really. that was terrifying. And There's I think the extra bit, breath behind the head that that was the bit that really got me. I think I like, that might happen first. Just breathe. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Like, the door like, swings open a bit. Initially, I was like, "What am I looking for?" And then when that happened, it's like, "Oh yeah, that's good." But and obviously, so, this I is the first. You could hear him like he. I don't. Know, you'd have to be fucking ninja trained. You'd have to be like walking on rice paper since you're a baby to be able to be that <laughs> that quiet. <laughs> Maybe like, yes. Maybe this is, it was a long game for him. He is a psychopath. His all. suit somehow, you know, his, like no, noise cancelling suit, like the way noise. I reckon he's got like slipper slipper socks. On, <laughs> he's got sli- okay slippers. Yeah. Why don't I think about to- that? <laughs> some totes. <laughs> Just wear some Oaks. This, yeah, it's also good because it's the first time we get to see like something that I thought was really effective in this film, which was like everyone around her just doubting her. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that is so frustrating in films because obviously you just want to go. <laughs> Are you done, you stupid so idiot? Funny. If, your... if he did Trump and then everyone looked at her. If that was his thing, trying to drive everyone away, he's just eating there. He's just there eating beans the whole time he's not at that house and then yeah. goes around. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like so you've got you've got to move out. You're you're making my house stink of farts. You gotta... You've got to move out. You've got to move out because my eyes are watering. <laughs> I can chew it. Move out. I can like, chew I, it. I, like, I can't work as a policeman. Everyone in the office says my uniform stinks of farts. I can't go in like this anymore. You're gonna have I'm to. Nervous. You're gonna I'm just have nervous. To... It's not me. That's <laughs> not me. Is it dog? Is it? I ain't got a dog. So, yeah. oh, who did that? The Invisible Man was it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, well, so yeah, the the first sign I think it's like, oh, he's definitely there. Is when her she goes for a job interview, and her portfolio stuff is missing or whatever. And so she's like, I knew it was there. It's gone. But then there's the she faints, and then there's she, the Daisy pan somewhere. Yeah, she faints um, because she gets she faints and goes to hospital, and then as she gets home, the the diazepam bottle is on the sink and it's the one that's got his bloody like his bloody fingerprint on it and yeah. that's when she knows basically it's not just uh it's not just some paranoia it's not the like the remnants of the the trauma that she has she knows that this is yeah because and again she sort of touches on the fact that he had this conversation with her that said He's very specific about it. Obviously, in some of their previous breakups, said, I'm going to leave you. And it's like, if you leave me, I'm going to make myself invisible and I'm going to I'm gonna fuck you over. And you'll know it's me because I'll, I'll, I'll leave a yeah. sign. Yeah. That's pretty much what he says. Isn't it? He just basically says, like, you, you're, I'll still find you or make your life a misery or some shit like that. Yeah. And he basically yeah. says that I'll, be, I'll stand right next to you and you won't be able to see me. 
never goes quite as far as to say that he's going to be invisible, yeah. Yeah, but he says that, like, it. he says, like, yeah. I'll, I'll be right there. You'll never know I'm there until... you never know I'm there. Is this something invisible. to do with that invisible suit you've been working up for the past 10 years? No. Yeah, that's a weird thing. That's a weird thing. Like, surely she would... Because she goes down there. She must have been down there before. She must get some sort of inkling that he's got that or he's got something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or just that he if never got talks access about... to his lab. Never just talks about work ever. Like, what, what do you do you as an optics professional? Probably, oh, don't worry about it, because you'd be able to hear me, wouldn't you? Not as if I'm doing... Not as if I've got any socks, slippers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you hear me clob, clobbing about down there, clodopping. <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah. so we uh, we mentioned we mentioned the job interview. Have we done that? Yeah. yeah so she collapses, yeah. and then that's with, and yeah. this is the point as well where she she sees, and again, maybe you spot that there's going to be something more to that because she's on the phone to the doctor saying, "Yeah, mate, yeah. you fainted because of all that diazepam you had. Don't. That's why you fainted. Silly idiot. Don't don't eat yeah. all those drugs." And then the doctor saying, "Oh, and while I'm here, something else." Oh yeah. <laughs> just and she kind of just goes. <laughs> so yeah. something else very important don't move the phone away from your face <laughs> mostly though you know when a doctor tells you something they usually check back to make sure you've understood what they've said this doctor obviously doesn't do that because we don't come back to it until no. sometime quite later just because he puts the phone yeah. away from well, me maybe the doctor would try and ring again maybe the doctor would try and ring again just to make sure like oh i didn't tell her that really important thing so maybe i should just try and ring again maybe just to yeah, see just if to, or, all right or, or send it through in writing afterwards so she's got a record and maybe arrange a follow-up with her. Maybe put it in invisible ink. <laughs> yeah, maybe she did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's that's the other piece there, really, because, yeah, she's she's obviously traumatised by it, so she doesn't listen to whatever the Doctor's got to say next. We'll see what that comes up as later. And um, then I guess this is where things start to unravel, because already she's not going to get this job because of it, and she's she's incredibly upset and is this where we move into where she has the scene with the daughter or is that well, or I missing it in the middle in a sec- well she goes to see the the brother lawyer again with the bottle and she's like convinced and uh, to stop it she james says. is there uh, and everyone's there that you can't see her and like they don't don't know why they're there but she's like he's definitely there he's alive he's doing this to me and then tom brings out this whole thing about how he hates his brother and it's really convincing like he says i understand yeah. Why? Why you hate him? Because I hate him as well. He was the most controlling person in the world. Wouldn't share his Xbox controller. What a oh, son of a bitch! Hogged. He's he almost crying, Halo. isn't he? Like he's yeah. getting, he's getting yeah. a bit choked up. He's crying. He's like he was basically he, he once controlled gave me or a wet willy. So wet. <laughs> it's almost like that's obviously still going on. Like if that is if that is true, which I, I can easily believe that it's, it's like, still going on. He, you're a four-year-old enough. Mate. Yeah. It was then. It's like, always, <laughs> always when we play as Tails, it's not really a two-player game. <laughs> yeah. Now the but... camera's focused on him. I'm always just off. Like it's like, all right, Tom. I get it. I think we're on side with you. And I, I genuinely change what's okay. Maybe. Yeah. You're maybe all right, Tom. You're all right. You're all right. We've all yeah. been there, mate. Uh, and then there's a bit the of an annoying bit think... where right. where she goes to her sister. Yeah, and their sister's like pissed off at her and says she received an email. That's um, how it happens, isn't it? That's this is a bit gets. annoying because, like, if that kind of thing really did happen, then you'd really try and sort it, wouldn't you? You wouldn't just walk away going, "All right, okay, well, I didn't send an email." You'd be like, "Let me see the email. Let me yeah. see the email. Show me what the hell's going on. I really didn't send that. Something dodgy's going on." But she kind of just accepts it and and leaves, checks so, her sent, and goes, "Well, oh, that's weird." Even if yeah. your um, even if your sister doesn't believe in 
Invisible Man, like she would surely believe that you could have had your email hacked by a tech genius or by someone else, even yeah. by the brother who you know is alive. You could just say, "I'm really sorry, yeah. mate. I didn't. I didn't send you these things that said you were really." And also, come on, maybe it hurt so much because it was a little bit true. Like maybe your sister <laughs> is a bit controlling, but also like, she, <laughs> yeah. you know, she only had a bit of a go at her and said, "Oh, I think you." She's really suffocating you think your sister who had just known you've come out of an incredibly violent and stressful relationship would probably be like even if you did say that i probably wouldn't cut you off immediately yeah like cuts her off forever basically says i never want to see you again so it's a little bit tt and i guess immediately we think there oh jesus you bitch she goes back to the house cries off cries off a good one on the middle of the floor (laughs) which by the way i've got to say um like when you when people are depressed and stuff, they just kind of slump to the floor and they sort of that's where they sort of cry and stuff. I don't really see that in films very often. I thought that was a quite a nice little astute little observation that people do just lie on the floor when they're depressed. It's what they do. I said I was really impressed by like loads of stuff like that, loads yeah. of mental health stuff, um, depression stuff, abusive relationship stuff. It all felt like real. It all mm. felt like that that level of that level of control someone's got over you that you feel completely helpless. Yeah, like. That was all spot on. Like as I said, I was really, really invested in it because that stuff seemed real. But here's and, where it's and Elizabeth really plays fun. it very well, right? <laughs> she does. Yeah. And yeah, this yeah. is and this is where things again take such a massive turn because James's daughter comes in and um, you know, it's all very positive. Like, hey, let's send my let's send my dad out for the day. We'll have a bit of a girls' night. And there's like a little bit of a glimmer of like, oh, this is nice, she'll help her get back on track. And then um Fucking Invisible Man wallops her. (laughs) (laughs) There are a few moments in this film. This was one of them where I went, fucking Jesus Christ, what on earth's going on? So yeah, she's obviously, like Sydney is completely like, what the fuck is going on? Cecilia's a nutcase. Uh, Her dad comes in, just like, what the fuck are you doing? And leaves the house, basically, leaving Cecilia alone. And yeah, it's and almost like she leaves a right mess. <laughs> yeah, and he's, so and James he's, to come back. Again, to shows he's a shows a good dad. He's like, hey, got to get my daughter to safety right now. And it's like you fall the into invisible the invisible man. man's trap, James. But it's a good dad. <laughs> the invisible man is so so good at isolating her. Like no matter what, as soon as like her support network sort of starts coming together, he just manages to like isolate her completely. It's just it's pretty it's pretty nuts actually, but. Yeah. And terrifying. So now she's left alone in the house with the Invisible Man. I don't know if he attacks her right away. She no, because at first she really, she really gets at him. First, first she scatters all the coffee grounds around yeah. so she could, she could, so she could see his footprints. Yeah, and then starts goading him because she's convinced at this point that he's here and invisible. This is the point where I'd just be like holding like knives and like just punch him randomly <laughs> in the air. Like, I just wouldn't stop. Okay, like this, I'd go, oh, maybe there's not an invisible man after all. And then start walking and go, (laughs) (laughs) Start doing really unpredictable things, like lock all the doors apart from the one you're standing by, set the house on fire, start, like, boil the kettle, and then just start dashing the water around. Yeah. (laughs) Walking forward, I put golf shoes on, and I just suddenly just, like, kicking out, walk forwards, and then jump backwards all of a sudden. Completely at random. Go the garage and get a strimmer, then just run around the house <laughs> into she, all the tight corners. She does kind of so she phones um, whatever his name his number is, uh, and then she hears it ringing somewhere in the house. Uh, How's he still got a phone contract? 
<laughs> Maybe it's pay as you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, she finds it's in the attic. She uses the nice new ladders to get up there. Um, she finds that knife as well <clears throat> that I yeah, think you knife, took earlier. The knife, which is in a convenient like plastic bag, right along with the. Oh, that makes sense then, because she was using it to chop stuff up, so her fingerprints yeah. are on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I guess yeah. if he's got the suit on, then his his handprints are invisible, right? So he can't. He's not going to leave any fingerprints or anything. Maybe. I have yeah, no yeah. idea how it works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, they've got all the things, all the photos of her, of her asleep uh, in the phone. Also, this is the point where we know that Invisible Man is a psychopath because he's set a custom voicemail and rather than just having the, the default one, lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> what, is it, what does a custom voicemail say? Well, I could just go, all right, it's me. I can't hear you, I'm uh, invisible all right, right now. All right, yeah, it's the invisible, it's, <laughs> it's the invisible man. Yeah, it's a, it's Adrian Invisibleman here. I am not available to just take you accidentally I saying dead. invisible between every sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then we get another another really like effective scare now, which was uh, which yeah, was yeah. amazing. I thought, I thought this Came was like, anyway. really well yeah. done. Which turns yeah. him into a golf ball. That bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 She's she's All creeping the little up. Dimples on his face. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She's creeping golf up. Ball. The top of <laughs> like in case you you've been golf bowled. And it's just waxing with a golf club. That's what you're made for, isn't it? That'd almost harken back to the original novel, because doesn't the invisible man get killed by a man whacking him with a spade? I've never, the, seen, oh never seen it. Really? In the original in the in the original book, I think he's running down the street and then a, a navvy with a spade. Um Navi. To wax him. And and, um, and and does him in that way S- tells him not to be invisible anymore. Stop it. Um, maybe that's it. Like yeah. maybe that would be how she she could have painted him white permanently, and then golfers would have seen him and instinctively yeah. bashed him. Yeah, <laughs> instinctively. Well, there's like a few um, Easter eggs to in, other Invisible Man films. There's a guy full of bandages. I think in hospital earlier. Oh, I yeah. didn't notice that. There that was, was um, yeah, that was really good. I, I enjoyed that. Earlier, when she saw something in the room and it, it turned out to be like a hat and a coat, it's like the old Invisible Man hat and coat thing that he wears. Um, there's a few little little nods. I don't know if the golf ball is actually one, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's not yeah, really so, good at golfers. But so she's yeah. just about just about to like go down the climb back down the ladder onto the thing, and she just sees a tin of paint and grabs it, slings it at the opening of the of the, the like attic thing, and he's right there, literally right yeah. there. Wait. There's like a Wait, screamy yeah. sound of like a proper stingy yeah. bit. It's good. Um, this also, for me is the only downside for James as a you know he's he's done a perfect oh, yeah. job so far, yeah. but he hasn't put the lids back on those paint cans very well, has he? Yeah, That's going to yeah, spoil. Yeah. You've really yeah. got to push them. You've got to yeah. push them back down really firmly, so you need a Maybe screwdriver to get them off. Yeah. You know how uh, when I realised I'm amazed at Elizabeth Moss is the way she got out of the attic without the ladders. Like yeah, she yeah. just like professionally sort of just. I would have broken my ankle. I, I would have yeah fallen out face first. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Landed face. <laughs> Karen yeah. was watching the film with me, and um, she like whispered and said like, "Just stay up there. You've got a phone. All the evidence he's left up there that he's alive oh, and the invisible Lord, yeah. man. Yeah, and like he can't get back up unless he puts the ladder up, so you know he was coming. <laughs> you can just stab just at the. <laughs> I think she honestly just wants to fuck him up, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you want you to fuck him up? He's pretty hole. angry. Yeah. That is a good point. Stab Why at the hole. Stab? <laughs> Keep stabbing at the hole until the police come. Yeah, we, is you, anybody uh, up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this is not, none of the proper scrap. It's not my fault. Now he can realise how difficult it is to fight an invisible man. Because he's like chucking her around, grabbing a foot, punching her in the face. It looks difficult. How did he wash that paint off like so well? Yeah, yeah. in the sink. It must be like some something to do with a suit. It must be like very slippery. Light, light, and it, like light slips right off of it. Who yeah. knows how it works? Yeah. And also, maybe it's not. Again, maybe maybe it's because James hadn't closed the paint lids properly. It's gone off. You know, it's 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 got to be like have some sort of properties to make it so it doesn't catch dirt or dust or something as well. So maybe it is like super, super slinky. It's got a little, it's got little wipers stick. on every single camera. It's got little windscreen wipers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what happens here. So they have a massive scrap around this house. Yeah, they have a huge rumble. You're right, and then she's like, again, it's, there's some great effects work here. I I know that it's. It's done partially with with green screen stuff and partially with just like guys with strings and everything, right? But it's um, smashing plates over the invisible, over like an invisible force that you're fighting. Yeah, breaking. It's table. really well done. By the time James gets home and he sees coffee all over the floor, paint and everywhere, he's got to be thinking, "Yeah, she's lost her mind." This is <laughs> she's lost her. It was an invisible moon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She she uh, runs out. Gets into an Uber, I think. Gets an Uber, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, I'll give you five stars if you take me to San Francisco uh, or somewhere like that. Um, she goes back to the original house. I don't understand how he got back there so quick. Because he, he goes back to the house as well. He must have had he, a car. He, yeah. he, d- yeah. he does get back there. but um... He's got an invisible car. <laughs> dangerous. That is very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. crash into you all the time. You're so, I think I, I'm going to go out there and say an invisible car would be worse than having a regular car. <laughs> he didn't think it through. I've no, got an invisible car. I'll be able to do, do the speed limit. I'll Something just hunt him. Yeah, just, just constantly being smashed. <laughs> could just an invisible dodge him. Yeah. I didn't think this through. She gets back to the house. It's still there. The dog's still dog's there. Still there. Yeah. No one's got any duty of care around here. Like no one's looking yeah, after that dog. It's all very clean. That obviously makes sense. Like that obviously can, like she must know he's been living there then if the dog's still there and alive. Yeah. Because yeah. there's um, no unless there's cleaner or someone, I don't know. You know there's nothing to be cleaned. She goes into the the man, the bat cave, um, and she finds the invisible suit. Yeah. And uh, because she knows all his passwords, she does. She just guesses it because for a genius, he's very predictable. He's not got very good passwords. We met and everything like that. I'm like, oh, even if he loved you, wouldn't be that wouldn't be his yeah. password. He's just yeah. a controlling freak. Yeah, you think yeah. he'd like set something much harder to get? You know, with capital letters, small letters, and symbols. He's the kind yeah. of guy who would have a very secure password. He'd have like uh, one one password on his phone with all the different passwords. No way yeah. is he having something standard. Yeah, um, or like you know, you can invent a suit that goes invisible, and he hasn't got like a biometrics thing to get his yeah. actual, his most yeah. precious, priceless invention. Yeah, um, it's secured now. Just well, I think it's rubbish probably getting there all the time and just see nothing there. And they're like, oh, okay, let's leave. <laughs> the perfect crime. <laughs> I thought like there was no way he was that stupid. I kind of thought it was going to lead to it being like a double bluff. And that oh, being like suit. a oh, okay, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's like a suit of cameras. I actually really like the effects, like all the irises of the cameras sort of uh, shutting down in turn sort of thing. Um, mm. It's cool. She folds it up because it wasn't folded up very nicely and hides it in the... It's the same place she hid like a ba- her get-out bag. Yeah, uh, this is, I missed. I was, I was a couple of minutes late, so I missed the very bit, but Karen explained that she had a hiding place in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the house, right? And she stashed the invisible suit in there. Yeah. Um, he's He turns up. Uh, we don't actually know who it is, really. Well, it's, I have no idea who it is. Uh, but he turns up, um, the invisible man. He's walking the wardrobe. He must have seen her. I guess he she, must have known she was yeah, in the wardrobe. But we, we, we she was could, doing something in there. We can only assume that he doesn't know he has a suit, though, because, of course, much like the burglars who would look and see there was nothing there, if he looked in his invisible lab and went, don't see anything in there, he'd be like, ah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm always to think, how many, suits, how many suits does he have? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, would, I wouldn't think he had more than two, and if one of those two is missing... I'm pretty sure he'd be like, "Well, where the fuck is it? Maybe it's in that in that." You'd never find uh, it. If you lost you, you'd never find suit. it. Fucking hell! Screwed, wouldn't you? If you took it, absolutely like, yeah, screwed. Like for all we know, the floor of it. Like if he's, I mean, he seems that he's kept the house quite tidy while he's been allegedly dead. But it could just be that there are like crumpled up invisible suits all over <laughs> his bedroom floor. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he loses one, God bloody make another one. <laughs> oh, oh why house. did I take that off? Take a black Just light on that house. The There's invisible suits everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, so she gets out. She escapes. I think he's chasing her as well. But the dog helps her, I think. The dog is on her side, definitely. Because yeah. I, I guess being a dog, he, he knows. Even though this is the guy he lives with, he knows he's a piece of shit. So he's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to bark at you. And yeah. then... <clears throat> Although, does he bark because he's invisible? And it's like, dogs don't like invisible things. Uh, it makes me think about the times my dog just stares in the corner of the room. I was about to say, <laughs> you got a dog, but you and my dogs both do that. They yeah. stare at corners. Genuinely, yeah. they tend to do it whenever I'm away at work and they will stare at corners and bark and Karen ends up like locking herself in the bedroom with a knife in case there's an invisible man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she gets that. Okay, so this she's got evidence now of the suit and she goes to a, a restaurant to meet her sister uh, this is maybe the most shocking bit of the film. Right? Oh my god! Yeah, I was open mouthed at this bit. Yeah, yeah. This was this was unbelievable. Yeah, and I think it was executed so well. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't see it coming. And yeah, even even when I saw the knife, I still didn't expect. I don't know. I don't know what I expected. It, it just took yeah. me. A second. I did not see it coming at all because it, it's done. So it's like the button on that perfect speech where it was where it's like oh. Um, never really addressed like <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to resist clarifying before we go any further I really didn't send you that email alright yeah. but then she's like you know you're my sister and I love you and I think you're the, you're the hardest and I think that you would work and says, yeah I would kick anyone's ass wouldn't I and then just um, like a gets, glimmer uh, yeah. Get, yeah a little glimmer of hope and everything's going to be okay and then she gets marked in the middle of a restaurant well, it's just a weird thing where, like, you realise she's not looking at Elizabeth Moss anymore. She's looking at something. The camera turns around, and I think we're all in that same moment of what's happening. Why is there a knife just floating around? We're all kind of feeling the same sort of thing. Um, she gets knives across the throat. 
then a second the hand the knife gets shifted into her hand so she's like she's holding it. She's coming to real the realization at the same time we are. It's just it is a really great moment. Like perfect cinema. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like unbelievable. It's so shocking and then the fact that she starts realizing what's happened and then people around just start slowly realizing that something's happened. Like someone screams, people start running away, and then she gets like pinned down. It's just it is it is brutal. It is like the moment where you're like, Well, there's no coming back from this. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what you say, Invisible Man did it, you're fucked. Because even if they believed yeah. you, the precedent that would set, they'd have to let all the people out of jail. Because yeah. everyone would yeah. start saying, It's an Invisible oh. Man for me as well. Yeah. Invisible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, she gets arrested. Anyway, she goes to prison, not prison, hospital, mental hospital. Um, and they're. The James guy's there, and no one believes her at this point. They're all for like he's just sorry, isn't he? He's just like, I'm really sorry I, I let you down because I knew you were do lally when you cut my house in coffee grounds and paint, and yeah. I should have done yeah. something. But yeah. um, but now you're mad. And while she's while she's sort of being banged up in mental hospital, she gets told that she's pregnant as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is and obviously the reveal the doctor wanted to say earlier on. Yeah, and this is the great bit as well because, like, I think you can take yourself away from the experience of the character here, and you can listen to those, the interviews they're having with the police and with the doctors at the at the mental hospital. And when you hear her talking to them, you can exactly put yourself in the position of the, you know, the of the, of the police and the doctors there when mm. someone would just sound mad. And if you yeah. didn't know that invisible men were a thing. Then you would be immediately, you would because like, she basically says like, "Oh, I've got evidence that that he's an invisible man, and and that he did this." And, okay, what's the evidence? Just like, can't tell you because he couldn't yeah, be yeah. here listening yeah. right now, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. oh god, what a mad, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you are mad, um, and you yeah. know, like you could you could we could be stupid and say like, oh, you know, you just, you'd come up with something and say, look, I know this is going to sound mad. Um, I believe my boyfriend's invisible. Come into a really tight space with me and I'll whisper what it is. But I guess you've just seen your sister had your throats so that you're probably not doing, not having your best day. Probably can't think of these really like detailed plans to avoid. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, um, it definitely goes there. Um, and then when she finds out she's pregnant, I think, um, He's passing out, and then she hears a voice say, "Surprise!" or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we need. It, it makes sense. That's, the that's, the his, that's his catchphrase, isn't it? Surprise! Yeah, he says it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're an invisible man, you can surprise people very easily. Yeah. People would always be surprised, so it would become your catchphrase. Yeah. I think we needed a quick flashback of like uh, them when they're in a relationship and him giving her a birthday cake or something surprise exactly the same time exactly the same way um <laughs> okay so uh then i struggle so then, to watch this bit where she's in the shower with the pen oh before yeah. that though, the brother comes for a little visit doesn't yeah, he this yeah. is when yeah, yeah this is when basically he shows his hand that he we, we we've turned to his side earlier and said oh actually the brother hated him as well but then he comes back and says, "Oh, basically, because you've committed a crime, your your mate's daughter doesn't get the sponsorship money anymore." Um, he goes, 
has a quick look around and then he goes, what you could do though is you could just agree to have this baby and come away and have a life with him again because basically he needs you and wants you because he's, you're the one person who will walk away from him. So mm. that's why that's why he needs you to stay in his life. And he basically says, if you sign this, we'll make we'll we'll, we'll work out a plan. Basically, how would say, they make how would they make the charges go away? I don't understand. Well, I guess you're going to stop risking. Yeah, they've got an invisible suit, invisible car. They put her in. She's gone. Take her uh, down. Yeah, got you. Yeah, got you. Yeah. Because they're going to have to like live their lives. He's fake. Invisibly. He's fake. She's a wanted. She's wanted. A, She's a wanted woman. He's like faked to suicide. Can't have a can't just go out for a city break. They can like, just in invisible suits. They'll just have to live like that from then on. Be annoying. Imagine trying to navigate a crowd in invisible suits. I think trying to like talk to someone without seeing them or trying to high five them. I bet the shit at high five in invisible couples. <laughs> oh no! She'd be able to. She'd be able to run away anyway, wouldn't she? Are they gonna have, Are they gonna have a little suit for the invisible baby as well? She could just like leave a little voice recording of her having a conversation and run away. He'll be having a conversation with the recording. She'll be miles away. <laughs> Invisible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then she'll say something completely different to what he's just yeah. said, and he'll be like, hang on a minute. <laughs> what do you yeah. want for dinner? Beans on toast, or, or do you fancy uh, a bit of pasta? Yeah, so what happened was... <laughs> Ah! Invisible, <laughs> uh, uh, d- Invisible baby suit would be good, though, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so... so... But she gives she's having none of it and says, ha... I thought you were all right, but actually, I recognise that you're just like your brother. You're a real piece of shit, except you're the jellyfish version of him, yeah. which in many ways is worse. Um, and then Absolute she like jellyfish version. Waz is his phone on the no floor. Spine. Yeah, uh, oh, and then right. she she knocks all this stuff <laughs> on the on the floor, and then while she's while he's picking the stuff back up, so oh, you haven't got to decide now whether you want to come and live with him again. I'll give you some time to think about it, and she and she robs his pen. Which yeah. then gets onto the bit that you didn't want to watch, Luke. Oh yeah, stabs herself in the wrist in the shower with the pen. She's like, "You're not having this baby." Uh, it's, it's just difficult to watch someone stab himself in the wrist. It's, it just yeah, goes through it's, me a it's bit. tough. Uh, but then he grabs a hand or something to try to stop her, and this is all part of a plan. He just starts murking him in the face with the. I um... didn't really want to stab myself. I wanted to stab you with this pen. Yeah. But it's like, um... uh, and she stabs him like over and over again in the suit. The suit's like malfunctioning, like different. This was really cool. Like, like, this is different part, yeah, yeah. glitchy parts of him and different bits. And then it goes full action movie, right? I thought it was great. It, it was, it's the same. They use a lot of the same camera things as they use an upgrade, where it's mm. like sci-fi action beats. Like where I don't know. It's like the steady cam that's like just on his head or something like that. So. It's it just a weird like, sort of motion. It's really it. gonna like pan him back and forth between. Between yeah. people, like as they were sort of looking, like where the hell, and then suddenly yeah. the action was. It was weird because like well a, done, cop, yeah. a cop would turn up and they get murked, and then another cop would turn up and they would look at Elizabeth Moff like, "How dare you?" And then they would get murked, and then some more cops yeah. would turn up and go, "Look at Elizabeth Moff and go, how dare you?" And then it just keeps. <laughs> <laughs> it's like basically it was like just a never ended. What? Well, so I killed thirteen cops, did I? What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, while, while, while I'm like skating about on the floor, screaming and crying, I've somehow <laughs> got all these people done. And it, and it is, it's like the people are coming over a couple at a time. You say, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily get that every single one of these people was dead. Originally, I was thinking, right, the couple of people he shot, fine. But if we just smashed mm. into a wall, be like, yeah, yeah, it'd be all right. 
like and I said, like, the jig's up, Invisible Man. Like people, people know that you're that this is that this is you now. And there was the bit where he shot the guy from behind. Yeah, yeah. And the effect here, where he was basically, I really liked it versus like other invisible effects you know where you have people fade back in slowly or the predator only gets like a glitchy like blue electricity effect or something like that this was great how he was just blinking in and out like in a couple of like and it would be entirely for like a fraction of a second you'd just see him and then he'd go or then the arm would be glitching in and out and i, I thought it was brilliant yeah, so yeah. well done yeah it was really cool i liked it but he is absolutely brutal he's also like seems to be weirdly strong i don't know if that's the suit yeah. or something Again, they yeah. should have had another flashback along with his surprise catchphrase. It'd be like, you'll never become an optics expert if you spend all your time doing karate. we are like, well, I've got to do this. It'll never know never know when it'll come in handy. You just needed an extra bit of exposition there for me yeah. to really understand it's Incredibly it. strong. But initially, I was like, oh, it's because he's got the jump on him. Like, they're not seeing things come in. That's why he's able to incapacitate people so easily. But then it kind of got a bit more ridiculous. And then the fact that he was, like, twisting cops' arms and stuff. and. Yeah. Must be a cry expert. Especially uh, if you're a really weedy scientist, though. So this is a bit of a win today. So it's like punch him in the face. <laughs> you have to do like the proper, like old, like the old style fights that you get in cinema, not the like the modern, very heavy hitting stuff. You're doing like the James Bond, Roger Moore era, like double fist punch to the back oh. and things like that. Oh, just go around yeah. kicking everyone in the bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> the Invisible Man would be a that really dirty fight because you'd never see anything like everything would be a sucker punch. Yeah. yeah. So super violent. Um, Elizabeth Moth takes the pistol and goes after him. She's gonna gonna do him in at some in somewhere or another. But there's a lot, there are cops that see him. Like I think there's one cop he even leaves alive outside. Yeah. who's seen him. Um, he just shoots. He genuinely just shoots him in the leg, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Strange. I'd, um. I don't really know what happens. So, oh, so she he says I'm gonna kill the little the, the family, the little girl, um yeah. because you've done this, this is your fault. Um she Elizabeth calls the dad and says, Go and save her. She uh, carjacks that man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And they're like, Is she okay? It carjacks the man and her his wife is like on the phone to him, Is he okay? Is he okay? He's fine. Yeah. Goodbye. She's oh, fine. fine then. I'm completely fine. Oh, he's all right. <laughs> Yeah, strange. You've traumatized strange another. You've tra- traumatized a new family now, Cecilia. Um, yeah, she she's on the way back, and then she phones James, and he does get there, um, just in time for the Invisible Man to be attacking, attacking his daughter, and she she maces him. We see the mace earlier on. It's teased early that she has mace. Yeah. Um, and the Invisible Man cops it right in the eyes. So the invisible suit is not mace proof. No. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, he, and he obviously gets into a big old fist fight with uh, the James. Cop, James. And he, oh, this, this is brutal. Right yeah. James Terrible. is like the kind of person that could take a few punches and it wouldn't hurt him, but like he's on the floor within seconds. I guess you can't see what you're being punched. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Pre- you can't prepare yourself for like. Oh, it's just bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Maybe the invisible suit yeah. has got like it's knuckle dusters in it. Yeah. That's true. 
Um, yeah, but then obviously uh, Cecilia does manage to shoot the Invisible Man. Did you see this coming? Was no. this the moment that you saw coming? Did this hit no, you? No, I didn't expect this to happen. What does what does the daughter do? Oh, she fires a fire extinguisher at him so she can see him, doesn't she? And then yeah. she yep. pumps him full of bloody lead. Yeah. Takes off his mask and it's the brother. I didn't see it coming. It's a nice no. little twist. Nope. Um, and then... Me made it less believable that he because he was the weedy brother. How did he beat up James? Yeah. I, yeah. I kept thinking like, ah, oh, so it was obviously it was Adrian at the at the police station at the at the mental hospital and all the stuff with the police, and then we it, it's flipped. It becomes the brother when he just obviously goes to the house. Is that yeah? What, I think the, the brother right? maybe is at the house because you can hear when he talks. It's the other. It's the main. So brother. Guy. Yeah. So there's at at at, at it's, least it's three scre- three invisible suits. It's a scream technique. There's, there's always been two. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's at least three suits, right? So, oh yeah, it must be. Yeah, yeah. One suit yeah. each, and then Cecilia's eventual suit. Unless they just, um, unless you changed with them and said, right, I'm, you're going to do this one for for some reason. Is my, is my invisible suit? Yeah. <clears throat> um, they would have. Yeah, maybe, but still, that's. Yeah, I guess uh, one of them has to be driving the car. But yeah, even like the reveal of this like annoyed me because obviously when it was like, oh, Adrian was captive all along. He'd been held captive, faked his death and stuff. And like he's like all tied up. Oh, I was just yeah. like, you manipulative you, you... lying little shit bag. <laughs> quick, quick aside, um, Ben and Luke. Who is more of a gaslight and son of a bitch, Adrian or the guy from Midsummer? Midsummer. <laughs> Adrian, 100%. 100% he is <laughs> ultimate worst boyfriend what a dickhead i don't know how you felt about this but when adrian finally comes into it and we see him and we and he's in he's genuinely in scenes and not invisible he didn't quite seem like i imagined him to like he seems i I felt like he was putting on an act but it never kind of fully reveals anything does that make sense Hmm. like when Mm. when in in the fight in in the scene with cecilia so, uh, at the end he does kind of come across as being a bit like oh my hands are shaking but I thought oh it's all an act he's going to drop the act soon but he doesn't yeah he, he doesn't never, drop the act he yeah. drops it enough to the point where I think we know the truth right he says surprise mm. in his catchphrase way that we've heard many times before catchphrase but, uh, um, but also maybe it's, it's nice that it leaves it that teeny tiny bit open where it's like wait is he actually the killer or did she just kill him um, yeah kill innocent man. I think I think that's the interesting bit, isn't it? Where you, you come to that final scene where they go and she's, J- James has kind of been set up to, he's, she's wearing a wire, right? So the whole point is yeah. that she's probably convinced him to come along. The fact, to... What's also quite strange, sorry to just jump in there, but what's quite strange is that she pretty much is let off. Like, I bet it'd be a lot more complicated for her to get off just other than just one invisible man turning up. Like, well, it would be a lot more Or the CCTV, you mean of the killing all the guards and stuff? No, from like killing her sister. I was thinking more. Well, I mean, you've That's got an invisible man. Once you prove the invisible man, there's no one in prison left yeah. anymore. Yeah, I guess so. But I just felt, I just felt like yeah. it. I felt like it happened a lot quicker and easier than I would have imagined. Maybe that it's ongoing. Sense. I mean, maybe uh, he's yeah, he's maybe it's ongoing. Let, I don't know. Yeah, and I guess we don't bit, know. Exa- but... I guess we don't know exactly when that is. Right? Do we? It it might have been. Might have been a long weekend or something. They could have. Yeah, they figured it out. It took a week or two. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Um, no one's in prison anymore. Everyone now has reasonable doubt because invisible men are a thing. Why does he say surprise this time? I can't remember why. (laughs) Does she say it to him? 
No, no. Well, he, he says it for her to go, oh, you said that when you were invisible. Now, now I know it's, now I know I'm not yeah, crazy. Yeah. And I know it's you. Uh, I can't remember he says it. It's like a surprise dinner. He's got all the different things. He says surprise yeah, for some got, reason. He's got nuggets. He's got. Surpri- I got nuggets. Surprise. <laughs> he's such a dick, don't he? He's such a dickhead. Like, you can't, you honestly can't think of it. Everything you've put her through, even though you're trying to say it wasn't you. That suddenly, oh, I got three bloody different Uber Eats over here, and you're gonna go. He's a lovely guy after all. Yeah, Fucking idiot. You got billions, mate. You could have had a chef here. That's poor effort. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, she, so she's trying to get him to essentially admit to what he did, but he won't. He's like, he's fully committed to the lie, fully committed to this, and yeah, yeah. And he's got his script, hasn't he? He's like, oh, only you get to see my handshake, and I'm like, oh, you're the worst. Yeah. You're the worst, um, man. Yeah, you're the worst. I hope someone cuts your throat, and then guess what? Yeah, get my wish. Oh, <laughs> can we just? Can we also just recognise why are people eating dinner with such sharp knives? Does anyone eat their dinner with like a steak. proper sharp it's, knife? Yeah, like it's that? essential that they had steak. Then oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. Can I have, can oh, I have so. it quite? I'd like it quite rare, so it's pretty. It's pretty difficult to cut. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, yeah. suit fits her very well. I would have thought if it's a bit too big, it like the air would look floppy, like there'd be sort of ripples in yeah. the air or something. But that's a, that's true. Who knows? Maybe it's one, it's one. Maybe it's one size fits all. Maybe like when he puts it on, it's very tight, but it's breathable enough to stretch out. Might be just the regular size for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so this is this is a pretty smooth motion where obviously she manages to get it perfectly in the CCTV, so that you can't obviously quite see. Exactly what happens, is that right? Yeah, well, basically, she, 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 now. Yeah. she grabs his hand and brings his own hand across his throat to cut it, and then she comes back from the toilet where she's excused herself and go like comes onto camera and then goes, Oh no, you've cut your throat, you lunatic, you're gonna die of your own hand, and it's suicide, definitely. Yeah. Isn't he? Very, and it's like, it's Hello, so- police, my, my boyfriend's gonna, and then she get and then she steps off camera and then it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. loser <laughs> I did it I killed I marked it <laughs> I got you didn't I I got you but it's such oh, a, quick, a quick motion like managing to slice someone's throat and then put the knife in their hand yeah isn't it I think Quite I impressive. Like, I haven't been through the things that she has but I think it'd be really difficult to slit someone's throat even if you're invisible yeah yeah definitely you'd have it's to really be. like go oh, yeah there's got to be a technique to it. Also, like yeah. apparently, slitting someone's throat, you, you can't just like a, a little nick across the thing. You have to go really from they call it from ear to ear. Like if you want to kill, if you want to kill someone, you have to go all the way across. It's quite a, a quite a task. Yeah, to, quite a deep one in. as well. You're not just going to like go, and as soon yeah. as that line is done, it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you cut in a snowflake, and if you you know at Christmas, and if you cut the folded edge, oh, it's ruined. It's yeah, not like yeah. that. Yeah, but anyway, so she 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 cuts his throat, makes it like him. James says, "You never came here to uh, eat Burger King, did you?" And then he's like, "No." He said he didn't want to get a um, uh, what do you call it? Um, confession. Uh, I don't know. She never never admits to it, does she? She no, just like she pretty much just says she does this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, and then and then it ends, and it's uh, it's a good film. So uh, some trivia for Aww. you guys. I didn't really, I really struggled actually. Uh, so instead, I just play play easy and play the name game. So yeah. um, all right, number one. Uh, so we know the name of the film, The Invisible Man. 
I've got five other movies that are coming out next summer based on the success of The Invisible Man. So here we've got number one. This one's about a creepy man that makes a suit that splits into two suits every time he wears it. Is it The Divisible Man? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I was stumped. I love, I was, I love I was, word games, Ben. I love a word game. You know me. I was like, The Invisible... Uh, <laughs> got the wrong name. Number two. Okay, so uh, when you see this man, you will not be able to stop yourself. It's, it's James. You can't stop yourself with this guy. He is. <laughs> <laughs> the... You'll be able to stop yourself. Better stop yourself. Yeah, the well, irresistible no. man. Irresistible yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the kissable man. <laughs> yeah, you're irresistible. I can't fucking see you, but you are bloody Silver films gorgeous. Out next summer, late summer hit. This is going to be uh, from Blumhouse uh, about a woman who runs away from her long-term boyfriend because you can no longer listen to him go on and on and on about Jeremy fucking Corbyn. It is. The uh, <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> um. <laughs> the oh god, it's on the tip of my tongue. The oh, I'm gonna kick myself. We can god, come back to that one. Oh, okay. You want the answer now? The political yes, man. Yeah. The political. Ah, oh, the political man. Oh, easy I thought that. it was going to be easy as that. Very no. specific yeah. about Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, me <laughs> too. Me number, too. Number four. So uh, you're walking down the streets. Okay, this is the picture of this film. You're walking down the streets and your friend screams and she says, "Look over there at that man." And she says, "Do you see him?" And then you say, "Yes." You reply, "Could you can see him?" The visible man. Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, and the last one. You wouldn't want to mess with this man because he'll mess with you right back. But if you're kind to him, well, he'll be kind to you too. The reciprocal uh, man? The reciprocal man. <laughs> well, well done. Well done. Yeah. I see, I well thought done. you were going to go the other way, Luke, and open with like, this elderly lady cannot be seen. The answer to that one, Ben, would have been bonus. What did you say? This elderly lady cannot this, this be seen. El- this elderly lady, perhaps your your mother's mother, cannot be seen. Dead. The, mother's, the, the dead, the dead woman. I think the, the invisible no. grand. The invisible, invisible grand. grand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> well then, five out of five, both of you. That's one. So we need to rate the film. Um, I've struggled actually with this rating. Um, but I don't know. You go first, Andy. All right. So for me, I'm trying, trying my best to not get caught up in the the hype of I've just seen this recently and it was good. So I'm going to say it's the best film ever. But I do. But I did really like it. It was really well made. Um, really well acted. Really tense. Um, I think some genuine, you know, some genuine actually serious topics covered as well and, and not in a way that made it an unpleasant film it mm. was still a very entertaining movie so all of those things considered i'm gonna go with i'm trying to adjust this for deflation already for the future but um i'm gonna go with a b plus interesting okay a, a b plus what about you ben 
Yeah. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. And I was pretty hyped for it anyway. Like, But I think it all it hit all the right notes. It was a really, really good, well, a really, really effective, tense thriller. The horror elements were good as well. Um, and again, yeah, it covered a lot of interesting topics and in, in ways that felt real. Didn't feel like overly Hollywood. Uh, really well, really, really well directed. Really well written. Um Maybe lose a little bit just for the way the final scene panned out. Mm. I was expecting a little bit more. It felt like a little bit of a uh, a little bit underwhelming, but I'd go as far to give it an A minus. Yeah, um, I know what you mean about the ending. Actually, I do feel like the ending doesn't quite live up to the rest of the film. Um, I get it. You wanted them to get back together, eh? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanted them to have the invisible baby. <laughs> yeah. Sequel bait. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with an A minus. It's just it's a great film. Really shocking. I, genuinely, tense. I feel harsh. <laughs> you utter bastard. Uh It's good. It's a great film. I mean, I feel like like you, Andy. I think I was worried I was going to get a bit carried away with the hype because I came out of cinema thinking that was like, the yeah. best movie I've seen in cinema in a long time. If we recorded last week as planned, I probably would have been A minus as well. I'm trying to adjust for you know yeah. the future now, but I'd still I'd go and watch it again right now. Yeah, when I'm not here, I'd watch it again. Yeah, I thought I think it was fantastic, really great film. Um, it'd be interesting to see what Lee Wanell does next. Um, did he write this as well? Did Lee Wanell, uh, uh, written and directed, written and directed. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, would you? He's going to be like. Would you see him do another one of these? Would you? Um, I would, or would see you him leave do this another upgrade sort of film, like another. Yeah. Sort of cyberpunky sort of thing. As long as with all these films, they don't attempt to, you know, make him in a in a, in a universe in the shared universe. Well, that's the problem with Leo. He does become set. he does make uh, franchises, um, and mm. probably doesn't get out of them fast enough because he directed like the last Insidious film. Or Insidious, something. yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like but, you know that was before he that was before he had like a that was like the first film he directed, and now he's had such a, two two decent hits. Yeah, uh, I don't think you should do any franchise. I mean, this is a franchise thing, isn't it? But I mean, I don't think you should do any uh, ongoing sequels or anything like that. You should just crack on making original stuff because he's really good at it. Because this is this is, I think, this film ends in such a nice way that I, I'm not sure what you could do with it next. Do you have do you have an invisible woman slash baby? Yeah, you know, doing what they're doing or. Do you, I think I think it's at a good point to leave it and never actually do anything with it, but it's got so much mileage to leave you wondering. I'm not mm. sure you could ever deliver anything that would be so as good as anything people can imagine. Currently, there is an Invisible Woman film touted with Elizabeth Banks set to star in it, direct, produce, uh, adaptation of it based on her own original story pitch. So whether that will still happen... Or whether they'll just go, you know, we've already kind of had a hit with that. Or maybe if it makes enough money. Yeah, Banks, not Moss. It's a totally different one. Yeah. Wait, so Elizabeth Banks is the woman who made Pitch Perfect 2, right? Yeah. And I think she was involved in Charlie's Angels recently, wouldn't she, in some way? Not sure if she directed it or... Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. But again, if it makes loads of money... These things, though, right? Because... All of these, all these characters are a public domain, right? So you can do 
same as why you get two Tarzan films in the same in the same year, right? You can. You I want can another bring one. As many as you want, and technically speaking, like it's like Sherlock Holmes, the the the, the copyright has lapsed, so you can use the characters mm. as much as you want. Yeah, those guys at the asylum can pump out as many Invisible Grand films as they want. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Reciprocal Man? I want to watch that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So uh, the visible man, the visible man is just visible man. Yeah. So the, visible, the divisible man's in X Men Three. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, thanks to Kovac Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners who enjoyed the show. Please consider giving us a rating and review in iTunes. Remember to hit subscribe. Head over to our Facebook group, Horror Hangout Board of Advisors. Uh, we like to talk about horror movies and stuff that we're watching. Um, thanks to my co-hosts, Ben and Andy. Thank you very much. Thank nice you, Luke. See you guys. All right. Been a pleasure. Bye. Bye for now. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.